Stay one step ahead of the pack with the latest phones with the latest tech. Like the brand new Huawei P30 Pro with four cutting edge cameras. At Tesco Mobile it's yours for the low monthly price of $36.99 with no additional upfront costs. Offer ends 28th of April. So go in store or online now. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. 36-month credit agreement, 24-month usage agreement with Tesco Mobile Limited. Subject to status, phase policy apply. See tescomobile.com slash terms. I'm sorry, are you addressing me? Because your authority is not recognized in Fort Kickass. <laughs> Part two of myself, Dr. Bones, the Doc of Rock, and my co-host, the guitarist, which they were, Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? Mate, I'm having a lovely time. I really, really enjoyed part one. I thought the interview with Adam was brilliant. I thought the tracks were fantastic. There was some trippy weirdness and some heavy cool shit, and I had a lovely time. So I'm all good, to be honest with you. I'm really excited about this, though, because this bit's really good. So part two, we're welcoming back for the third time. Welcome, Alyssa from Kodachrome. Welcome back to the show, Alyssa. Hi, thanks for having me. You guys are always so welcoming and supportive, so I really am happy to be here. Well, we can say we, we, we don't love music because we do, and I talked to you from the very start, from your first EP, Perla, to uh, the vinyl semi of Aftermath, which is amazing. I really enjoyed that, and thank you so much again for sending that. And now we're at Think of the Children, which is just a phenomenal album, and you guys have made so much progression and gone through some uh, different changes as opposed to intimacy views because I mean, we talked about that the last time. But I just, I'm very curious, like what what was your inspiration for this album? Like what kind of drove you to kind of put out some of the songs, uh, at least the mixes, uh, such as like Catherine and, 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 and the baseball? Oh man, I mean, it, it took us a few years to get this one out, get this one together. Um, 
you can probably, I know the radio listeners can't see, but you, you guys can see behind me, we've been collecting a bunch of analog synthesizers over the years. So we ended up really kind of transitioning towards doing more synthesizer-based production. We turned a little bit away from the guitar rock stuff, although maybe it'll come back. Um, and we tried to find a lot of space uh, in the music and focus on writing songs that could hold their own without a lot of fancy tricks. No, fair enough. And you know what? This new new album, I've really, really appreciated, and, and obviously so is Mike. And uh, what we've done recently to kind of switch things up a little bit is we've done a segment called M's Picks, and that's uh, my my girlfriend and partner in crime. And uh, the other week, uh, she she picked uh, she picked you guys, and you're one of her favorites. We picked Thing of the Children, and uh, because she listens to all the music I listen to, right? So she gives me an opinion on the background, and she really really appreciates appreciates you guys and loves the music. So is her uh, handle Lady Bones? Yes, it is. Ah, you guys really are partners in crime, yeah, Kim. <laughs> I, I've seen her pop up on the Twitter here and there. Yeah. So, oh, oh, you want to tell me what you think of uh, "Thing of the Children"? Oh, I, I, that's one of my favorite songs. Big time fan. Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, sorry if I'm ever slow on Twitter. I've, uh, I'm kind of coming back on social media lately, but sometimes I disappear. But uh, oh no, that's but, fine. You know, if I ever miss a message, uh, I'll, I'll probably answer it. You know. No, Two months later. you know it, it, it's all good. I mean, we know this was your birthday, so we wanted to make sure you, you got you got to kind of tip off, kind of happy birthday. So <laughs> even though it was late, it's all good. No worries. But, yeah, you guys uh, are so sweet. But you know what? I'll, honestly, uh, listen, this album, even from Aftermath, because my last co-host, uh, um, they're they're still around. Uh, we still talk, but uh, they're big fans of the last album. The last album was really good as well, and. It just seemed a little bit darker than this one, but my point is, I love the transition because you still kind of keep it kind of mixing and flowing, where there's just a little bit of a change, but it's not drastic. It kind of just keeps on flowing, kind of gives you the kind of the almost subtle up and down, but it just hits the actual little peak that maybe not everybody notices. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're always trying to evolve. Um, right now, we're actually this weekend recording strings we have cello violin and uh and uh, viola all in the studio this weekend and uh we're we're taking a new twist for the next project so we're always trying to just experiment with something new the whole process of being curious about something and adding more elements uh or even taking away elements it's always something that that fuels us as we transition between albums nice so i'm gonna uh, pass the for lack of better words, Mike over to Mike. So go ahead, buddy. Cool. Um, oh, I could be here a while. Uh, <laughs> I've got so many questions. First of all, right, so uh, this is the first time we've spoken in person. It's an absolute pleasure to, uh, to to see you on camera and to speak to you properly. Um, I, my wife asked me earlier, she said, oh, have you got anything good planned for the for the show tonight? I was like, we've got two fantastic interviews, and I told her who they both were. And she said, oh, Kodachrome, I recognize that. I said, yeah, you remember that red vinyl? We put it on like all the time over the summer. And every time I walked into a room, they went, "Oh, what's this? It's really good." She's like, "Yeah, I was like, that was that." And, and it also, it also, and that's like a true thing. Like we, because we had quite an open sort of house in the summer, people just kind of wandered in. And everyone's like, "Oh, what's that?" I even brought it to my mate's birthday party. Like I just bought a load of punk vinyls in your one because <laughs> I thought, you know what, that would be quite good for the end of the night. And then <laughs> put it on, and everyone went, 
oh, that's good. Who are they? So you've got this thing where everyone goes, oh, what's that? Which is, I think, is like, surely that's the ultimate thing you want in music. Oh, that's what I'd like. Is go, oh, what's that? Um, so first of all, that, that's not a question, but just, yeah, this is a real pleasure for me. Um, but my, uh, I guess my, my question for you guys, uh, there's so much that happens on, especially on that album, but I love the earlier stuff, and thank you so much for sending me the vinyls and the little note and everything as well. Um, there is so much that happens on each individual track. Where the hell do you begin to write a song? <laughs> like, it's just, uh-huh. uh, well, thank you for noticing. It's you know, people are always asking us why is it taking so long, but I don't know. We're just obsessive and <clears throat> go into every single layer, and half the time we work on something for ages and then realize wait we have to erase this whole thing it's better without it so um we're just really picky about that stuff so it's awesome that you guys know (laughs) take the time to notice that um but honestly most of our songs start out with me at a piano um that's i i always say that if a song can't hold its own uh in a simple format like that then i don't even want to take it to the next level I mean, sometimes we do begin with a with a beat, like the song Take Me Out to Ernie's. I know you mentioned you might play that. That that actually started with Ryan just messing around on a drum machine. So it's always a little bit different, but um, typically I try to make sure we pass that piano test. Right on. Well, you know, with, with Mike, the, the first song I introduced Mike to, I'm pretty sure it was Buggy Bumper from Aftermath. Correct, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. And then we move forward into Aftermath and then backed him up to, to Perlas. So, uh, uh, you know, we, we did uh, uh, Dance Malady and Robbery and All the Alma. So all, all, the, all the great tunes on the album and got him like really hooked. And then, of course, you know, Thing of the Tune came out and like, boom, blown away. Like, both of us were on right away. Like, we're pre-ordering it. We're getting the vinyl. We're on it. <laughs> so. I like that you guys call it uh, after-party music. I think, I think that's perfect. You know, in a synth-pop world, People are always expecting us to have like a straight four on the floor of the whole set. And then they come to the show. They're like, I'm actually really depressed after that. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, I think we definitely are, don't shy away from the down tempo ballads. That's for sure. <laughs> well, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We, and it, it's all appreciated and just, just the way it's worked and organized. You know, and, and that's what it comes down to. So, uh, uh, Mike, uh, uh, unless you have another question, we're going to take a quick break here and play a song. You ready? Let's go for it. Okay, so this is the remix of Take Me Out to Ernie's. And uh, the the gentleman's name is uh, Tom DeJester. Is that it? Tom DeHeater. He's actually, he, has a, he runs a great label out of Belgium called Marathon of Dope. And uh, Ryan and I used to be on that label. And he also is an amazing animator and illustrator. He... Um, we're doing a collaboration right now where he's making an animated video for a song that we did based on his comic book. So long time collaborator and we love the remix he did for us. Awesome. So here we go. And thank you for that uh, cue up.
Right on. That was Kodachrome with Take Me Out to Ernie's, and that was uh, the Peter the Deer mix, and a great mix. And uh, Alyssa, the first question about the song really is, is um, what was the idea behind the, the melody? I mean, it, did, it just kind of so tripped out, but so catchy at the same time. Uh, yeah, thank you. Th this is actually one like where Ryan did build the backbeat on the Tempest, uh, Dave Smith Tempest. Um, and I then added the progression over it. Uh, and I don't know he just, the, the sound sources that he uses just inspired this, this mood for me. Well, you know, we've talked about your vocals before, uh, but this one in particular, um, where, where was your head at when you're writing the, the vocals for this one? Um, this one was based off of a conversation that I had with a friend. We were just talking about what it's like to come back to a town after you have built a bunch of memories there and then you leave and you come back. And right. Um, right. so I just started expanding on this idea of when you build up this big nostalgia or uh, impression of something and then things being a little bit different on the second time. So I, I built off of that. Well, you know, that makes perfect sense because uh, um, Em and I took a trip to Montreal last summer, and that's where I was born and raised, and a lot different, eh, this time around? So, yeah. So, although we still had fun, but just, uh, just a lot different, like, you know, as far as, like, uh, memories and stuff we had, because a lot of my friends are still there, but they've kind of moved to the outskirts, suppose that right in the city, so... Yeah, uh, it's funny how that happens, and you know, as you get older and wiser, you realize you tend to have a better time if you just let the expectations go, right? Right, exactly. Kind of hover, hover in the background, so to speak. <laughs> um, and also, Ryan found some really cool. You could probably hear it in the background, but there's some samples of a like old spaghetti western tv program um and he found this one that had a sorry i'm, I'm plugging plugging in the power here um he had this one that had a horn sample in it that was actually the exact note that we were already using we didn't even have to pitch it so oh, nice. we just realized you know what this is the one and tom did a really great job with the remix he he did a great job uh incorporating those samples into it Right on, Mike. So, yeah, first of all, I say first of all, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love <laughs> one first of all earlier, but another first of all. Uh, I love the arrangement of this track. I really, really like the remix as well. I think that, that, that works really, really nicely. Um, look, my, my next question for you has got to be about, so I didn't read the thing properly. I just ordered the record, and then it came through, and there's two of them, and they're blood red, and they're beautiful, and it was just like, what? How did this happen? So, what? What's the thinking behind this? Because it's expensive, as far as I can work out, to produce vinyl, and it's probably, you know, you have to sell a shitload to make any return. It's beautiful, and it's amazing, and it's yeah, well, it's always break even on the vinyl. I mean, it's definitely a labor of love, and it makes it so worth it when you guys appreciate it. You know, um, I I had to fight for the pink and red. <laughs> right. I wanted to do Oxbud Red Vinyl. Uh, we we order our vinyl from a really great little place out of San Francisco called Pirates Press, and I had my eye on that Oxbud Red Vinyl since the last album that we pressed, and I just said, hmm, I might have to like build the aesthetic around that. Um, 
And so, and I wanted to do like the reverse board texture on the outside of the vinyl. We had a lot of ideas that had been in my mind for years. So um, basically, I had uh, I had to whine and, and beg until Brian agreed that this was going to be the look. And I'm so glad that it came out the way it did. It's just beautiful. Like it's one of the things I say to people is like, you know, if you don't know what the music, and I know like this, you know, you should never judge a book by its cover and all this. But I said it's total bollocks. Like I, I bought one of the best. Um, uh, it was like a John Peel sessions. Uh, Jay Maskis, you know, the guy from Dinosaur Junior. I bought that thing purely based on the cover. People do buy music based yes. on, the, on the cover <laughs> or, the, or the item. And that's fine if it introduces you to something you would never... I bought it the first Slipknot album because I was like, what the hell is this? It just looked cool. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, and it's like, why not? You know, I get the whole, oh, don't judge a book by its cover, but do buy a book or a CD because of its cover. It's cool, buy it and see what happens. But I love the fact that it's not just the cover, it's the... It's it's the red. It's the it's just and it feels so like when you lift them up, they're the right weight and everything. I was just like, this is so perfect. This is the kind of stuff that comes out of like major labels, not out of independent <laughs> duos from New York or wherever the hell you are. It's just like, what is going on here? But yeah, it's, I thought it's just insanely good. Um, no, I mean literally when that shipment of vinyl got uh, delivered to our apartment, it was like. I got a phone call. I was on the phone. It was across the street. It was raining. I was like carting in boxes of the vinyl. This is a two-man operation here. So uh, the fact that you guys like it and notice that it's it's a it's really it makes it all worth it. Like I said, that's <laughs> no, absolutely beautiful. Um, I guess my my next, like my other question for you guys. I, I have got some random questions later but if we've got time but but my other kind of musical question is just when, when you sit down and go like I, I love the fact that you said earlier that you, you know if it works as a song in its own right you and the piano I agree with that like um I was having a conversation recently about a track that's kind of quite a heavy track when you play it but actually it was written on an acoustic guitar because if you strip it right down it's not as good arguably it's got better but it, it works and that, that was the point of it I really like that so what then drives you so you've got all i can see all this gear in the background you've already mentioned you've like got all over this analog stuff and you know I'm, I'm just a guitarist so all of that is totally alien to me but it looks and sounds cool what drives you down the route of the um i'm not even going to say what i don't know what the genre is but they're kind of you know electronic, electronic yeah uh I think it's, we were just talking about this because we are doing working in orchestra instruments for the next album, and we were just talking about <clears throat> how analog synths, they're messy, they make mistakes, they, you play one note and then it's like warbly and it gets out of control, it's almost like a it's wild animal, and we love that about them. I think, in a way, we're putting together the band that we don't have, it has that um, raw human quality to it right. and uh you know it's easier for us to work we'd love to have a 10-piece band if we could but you know it's more realistic with the way things are to to keep it streamlined so that i think adds a huge human quality to the music i like that i love that actually that's, that's such a cool explanation because it makes sense right it's you know my bass player does stuff that's Oh, he slipped there, and he goes, I'll do it again, and then it's jazz. And it's, you get that kind of, um, you know, that's an extreme, you can't do that much. But I like the, you're right, you get that human quality, you get the, because it is the warbliness, as you said. You know, I've got a piano in my front room, 
Um, turns out I got it for free. It was someone was giving it away. They're moving out. Turns out when I looked it up, it's It's a free piano from the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who gives a piano away? But I guess they can't get rid of it. But this thing's 112 years old. It's when wow. when the piano tuner comes every six months. Actually, hasn't been for about a year. I gave up. But but when the piano tuner comes, it stays in tune for like 10 minutes. But what's beautiful about the piano? You give the guy the money and then he leaves, and it's suddenly it's like he has to be there. It's like when you hold the aerial up on the old tellies, you know, you have to be in a certain place. He has to be there for it to play in tune. Uh, but I love the fact, I mean, I can't really play the piano, but I do <laughs> love the fact that it has that, it has its own thing, it has its own sound, and that's what makes it beautiful, and no one else can quite replicate that, because actually we talk about things in terms of 12 notes, but there's not 12 notes, because there's all of this tonality in between them, and there's all of this... Um, uh, Tombra, timber, whatever the word is. There's, there's all of that going on that just makes it unique and special, and I absolutely love that. So I, I guess maybe that's why I like your guys' stuff so much because you've got all that uniqueness within. Yeah, yeah, I really do think that analog synthesizers do add a lot of that tonality that you might not get in a digital preset, for instance. Um, and you know, there is that quality. We we always talk about our synthesizers, and Ryan and I will say, "Does this one have a soul?" I don't know yet. Or, you know, right away, you know, if you have a kindred spirit with like that old creaky piano, you know, right away, um, if you have that connection. So I know my old creaky piano has a soul. Does yours? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> and, um, you know, my, my favorite guitar, um, you know, someone said to me recently, I should get it refretted. And I was just like, but then it becomes something else. It doesn't, it doesn't become, it wasn't the first guitar I ever bought. It certainly wasn't the last, but it was just the one that had that something about it and it's the one that I always go back, especially on recording but live as well really is that it's got that soul and you can't I bought some really nice guitars that are really nice in theory mm. but they, they you know you end up moving them on because they don't quite I had a beautiful guitar it was like a thin line thing it was you know, really breezy but actually it didn't have it, it sounded cool but it didn't have soul and something about that yeah you never know it happens with vocals a lot too i noticed i always now keep my very first scratch vocal takes in the session i never delete those until the last take because okay sometimes okay. you perfect and perfect to a point where you completely lose the original character of that performance and so i've made it a habit and this is something ryan taught me to just always go back and listen to the original take because it could just be the slightest little swing or intonation or right. inflection that that really makes the difference it's those little, yeah it's those little bits that you can't necessarily write down you just have to feel them like tracy chapman's brilliant for that if you ever listen to any tracy chapman stuff just her voice just goes in places where you go how would i if i was trying to write that <laughs> for someone how could i do that you can't it's impossible um I've got some random questions I'll ask you after, after the thing, um, uh, but, but, but Bainsey's looking at me like, we should play a track and yeah. I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly am. So next up, we are going to play the single of the new album called Think of the Children. The song's called Think of the Children, and this is one of the best songs. This is one of M's picks and one of M's favorite songs as well. So here we go with Kodachrome and Think of the Children. Dig this. Thank you. 
Right on. That was Kodachrome and Think of the Children, which is a single from the brand new album, Think of the Children. And uh, great tune. And uh, uh, M spoke off, off, off air and she's like, I'm not on the air. They can't hear me. But she, she likes the song just like we do. And we love the mix. And uh, mainly just because of the, the, the kind of up and down uh, flow, especially towards the bridge of the song. And the vocals just kind of kind of fit perfectly and just always as always we love the songs thank you this one you know we, we got to give you a dance song on the album but just put the chords in a way that your brain makes your brain get confused <laughs> <laughs> upside down and backwards <laughs> i like that this is this is this is what the one i mean I, I think you can play anything off that album and like i said before people literally when they come in they go oh this is good what is it that's the one where people they're like they're already moving by the time they ask you the question. They're already like dancing a little bit, having a lovely time. And they're like, "Oh, what's this?" You know, it's Code of Chrome. Oh, who are they? Like, you can get it, mate. Show them the thing, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's red!" And you're like, "Yeah, it's just it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole experience that you share with people." Yeah, yeah. We were gonna make that one the single, and we actually shot a video for it, and which we ended up scrapping. But but then. Turns out another song on the album became the hit, and who knows? The kids these days, they got a mind of their own. Well, fair enough, that's absolutely right. This is I, think, I think you should release that video as like a bootleg thing anyway. Just do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we had a drone camera and everything. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Maybe you guys can just see the director's cut behind the scenes. Well, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is up next for yourself and Ryan? Well, like I said, we're working on this orchestral album. We recorded basically what I was telling you guys about how we believe the songs should stand on their own with just piano. We went to uh, the Banff Center in Canada, and they have beautiful pianos that we recorded on like a nine-foot Steinway in a concert hall. Wow, um, we nice. did some recordings. Um, of some re just basically redux versions of songs that you guys already know with a couple new ones. Um, and, but when we were there, we met all of these amazing instrumentalists and just started adding. It's like, oh, the trombone player across the hall wants to work with us. Sure. So we started adding more and more people to it. And it's, it's kind of snowballed into this thing where we are actually going to have full strings and woodwinds and horns and everything on nice. it. So. That's going to be coming out. Um, we should be done with it over the summer, so probably fall, winter. Um, that'll be the next uh, EP. Uh, well, both of us will be sure to be all over that and have you guys back on again. Uh, but, uh, Mike, you know what? I think we got time for one more. And uh, actually, no, I know we have time for one more. And this is probably one of my favorite songs off of the Thing of the Children. And we're going to get to a song called Catherine. Dig this.
Chrome with Catherine, and like I said, that's probably my favorite tune on the album. And M just mentioned that she liked the song as well. <laughs> but uh, great tune, and I love the kind of the up and down and kind of a, almost of, of a more somber take to uh, the, the arrangement of the song. But really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, that's one of the ones that we're putting on the Redux album with the piano. So um, you'll hear a different version of it one day. Nice, Mike. Nice. That's going to be scary fun. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. So, so, have you got a date for when that's going to come out? Uh, we'll know soon. I think basically uh, we're going to finish it. We're trying to finish it by July, um, and then it's one of those things like you have to do all these processes between when you can release it. We want to do a live performance with the maybe strings, maybe some woodwinds. So um, probably fall, winter. We'll let you know. Right on. At some point in the future. Yeah, we're going to zero in on it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh, unfortunately, Alyssa, that's pretty much all the time we have. But thank you so, so much for joining us again. We really appreciate every time you come on the show. We love talking about your music, and we can't wait to hear some more new stuff. 
Yeah, so nice talking with you guys. You guys have a great show. Thank you so Clap much. Tell, 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 yeah, tell Ryan we said hi, and we'll talk to him soon enough as well. Oh, Mike, did you want to say something? Oh, Mike, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> says, I was just going to say, before you go, I've got one quick fire random question for you. Go for which it. Which I think will enlighten everyone and help them understand a little bit more about you. What's the most random thing you've got in your fridge right now? <laughs> uh, I'm really into miso paste right now, so... Miso paste. That tells me everything I need to know about Kodachrome and more. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Really, really Thank you. Thanks All a right, lot, guys. Have, a, have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, get Mike back here, and here we go. And man, what another great interview. So big thank you to Alyssa from Kodachrome. What a great double shot night. She was awesome. That was the third time she's been on the show. And she's always a pleasure and always gives us such in-depth view to the music. Mate, what, 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 what a show. What a fantastic interview. What a brilliant insight. What a lovely person just to talk to. She just, yeah, I mean, both, both um, Adam and Alyssa actually in those two interviews just quite happily you could talk to them for hours do you know what i mean oh absolutely so we're gonna oh, get into some more new music this is one of our new submissions a band called linden and song's called voodoo dig this <laughs> Oh. 
right on Linden and Voodoo. And what a way to follow up Chrome because that was just as tripped out and very, very well done. Love the vocals. She had such a, a solemn but tripped out voice. Well, well done. Love the mix. Yeah, that is a fantastic tune. The vocals are absolutely brilliant. The mix is fantastic. And the depth in that tune is brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Great way to follow up Code of Chrome. And what a brilliant interview that was. I really enjoyed that. Well, I'm glad you did because, like I said, the last few times, obviously, Perla, I didn't even know you at that point. And then Aftermath was just, just before you. So we, we might as well get you on for Thinking the Children. And she was great. And always fun to talk to you because she, she could give you such an in-depth interview and a lot more about the, the music than you actually asked for, which is awesome. So you, yeah. you, get, you get that uh, <clears throat> really, really deep, deep um, information that you want that's not just kind of like that kind of shock value, just like actually about the music, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what's so cool, though. It's just like, yeah, I love the interviews because they always go different ways with different people and you get to learn different things. And I, I, I mean, it's just fascinating. And it, I, I just, I do love the ones where people will just talk and you just go, wow, I didn't even know we were going to go there. <laughs> exactly, so right? Cool, so next up is a new song by our good friend and awesome rocker. This is Very White. This is off her new album. This one's called Inside Your Love. Dig this.
Right on. Verity White with Inside Your Love. That's a newest single off her brand new album. And what another stellar song by Verity White. She has such a powerful voice and we love the guitar and the flow in that because of her, her husband, Alex. And uh, we always make mention of them, but we haven't talked to them yet. So maybe next interview we'll talk to Verity and Alex as well <coughs> for part of her band. But great tune. Love the song. And man, it's a great album and she just sent to us. So props off to her. I mean, she just works so hard and you can tell just the the the, the dedication, the whole thing. Yeah, Verity's one of those people that is just incredibly talented, annoyingly talented. Just like, <laughs> Why can't I be that talented? God damn it. Um, and then she's brilliant because she's got a really great voice, which is, you know, one thing on its own, but she's also a really good songwriter and she really understands the importance of melody and songwriting. Um, and then, uh, you know, I don't know how they kind of work together, but Alex kind of goes, ah, oh, this riff kind of goes here. And you go, yes, it does. How did you do that? How did you... Oh, it's just brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. The new stuff is wicked. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, her voice, by the way, is... If you if you haven't... Like, obviously, depending on where you are, so I don't, you haven't had a chance to see her live, but if you're in the UK or wherever she is and you have this chance to see her live, you have to do it. Um, I saw it. It's just like an acoustic open mic night thing. And the, the lungs are... I mean, God knows how she does it. It's just like operatic do you know what i mean it's just so full filled the entire room with their vocals it was absolutely amazing so i um, definitely recommend if you're able to someone uh, if you're listening to this go check her out she's fantastic no that is definitely for sure so next song up is a local uh singer songwriter her name is leanne mayer and she's a good friends of nimway so and ellie and nick ellie <coughs> and Mike Trudgeon, who we interviewed, uh, played uh, plays guitar for her as well, and she has been nominated for uh, uh, um, uh, London uh, Music Awards for for musicianship and writing. So, and we're gonna have the, have her on the podcast very soon. So we've been emailing back, emailing back and forth. So we'll set up an uh, in-house interview. So she'll play in-house and be live with us. So that's gonna be cool. That's gonna so, be very cool. Very much looking forward to it. And here we go with Lee and Mayer and Renegade. Revision doesn't always seem so sweet. Dig this. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. She screamed before she walked away. It's like a hurricane. Destruction led the way of the renegade. She threw with a smoking gun Speech your ties
That was Lee Ann Mayer. She is a homegrown musician from here in London, born and bred, singer, songwriter. And you can't go wrong with Lee Ann just because she has such a killer voice. And generally speaking, not normally the kind of tunes we play in this show, but you can't pass her up with a voice like that and the composition. You can't say no. And that's a great tune. Love it. And I can't wait to have her on for an interview as well. Yeah, 100%. When you say homegrown, I mean, is she like literally growing in your home? Well, you, you know what I mean, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I'm just in a playful mood. Um, I love that. I think it's fantastic. I, I mean, that is like country done really, really well. Um, and you're right, it's because of the composition, the musicality, the vocals are brilliant. It's just like a really, really, really good take on that kind of music. Um, oh, I love it. I think it's absolutely, I mean, that's right up there with kind of like the Neil Young stuff that I love from uh, in that kind of genre and, and, you know, those sorts of people. But yeah, absolutely stunning voice. Um, I'd love to hear her live in the studio. I thought it was brilliant. So Homegrown. So we're, look, we're looking at probably the end of May because we're going to have a dual interview of Prep Boys slash Nimway, so we'll have Nick and and Jagger in studio. Oh, cool! So we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna have uh, Leanne after that. Not too much longer, probably about a week after, possibly. So we're gonna be pretty busy with the next uh, couple, two, three months with interviews and new releases. So it'll be a lot of fun. So next up, we're gonna get to another new one by a band called Cake Stupid, who were very kind enough to send us both CDs of their for their newest and last uh, album. Sorry. And this one is called, I Didn't Make It Rain. Cake Stupid, dig this. <laughs> Give the man in a frog Is he hanging from the mirror? 
the sky It's not for me to explain I didn't make it rain I didn't make it rain on cake stupid and I didn't make it rain it's not my fault so great tune love her vocals Bray tripped out and very well organized and like love that the systematic kind of ups and downs in it you're silly <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant tune brilliant tune I mean yeah I love like you say the kind of up and down bits just the way that comes together as a as a team that sounds a bit like the cardigans and a bit like lemonade kid is quite something i think it's absolutely <laughs> outstanding um yeah brilliant track really really enjoyed that i've got um i've got some news i'm just trying to work out if i can share it on the show or not it depends how quickly the person comes back to me i'm going to kind of say there's someone we know has got something coming that's heavy on the roads organ and they okay. think we're going to like it and it's going to come out in the next couple of weeks nice. so I'm just going to wait for them to reply for sure uh, and tell me that I'm allowed to tell everyone else who that is um, but we'll play a track and then we'll announce it properly but it sounds like it's going to be cool couple of weeks we're going to get something new from someone as an exclusive and I will let you know who as soon as I get the permission to shout that Right on. Well, man, next up we have another very kind of tripped out song by a new band, uh, a very new submission, a band called The Rainy Season. The song's called Naive. Dig this.
right on that was the rainy season with naive and a great song tripped out love the vocals very monotone kind of uh like uh uh um like uh what's the name um uh uh morosity or uh um is that it yeah so uh great tune really enjoyed it actually yeah i really enjoyed that he reminded me of um someone else's name i can't remember either uh oh god i know it's annoying isn't it yeah i want to say the guy from the blue tones but i'm not sure if that's even who i mean his name is mark something anyway i don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what I think it sounds like. Let's talk about it on its own merit. It sounds like a very cool tune. Um, I do really like that kind of, um, like you said, the kind of monotone uh, vocal that kind of cuts across all the different kinds of musicality and stuff going on within there. Again, it's got a kind of Manchester, Sheffield kind of sound. Right. Northern Soul kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, I love that. That's a very cool tune. I think that's, um, that's that. I think that's one as well because that's the second time I've heard it. I've got a feeling by the time I get to the fourth and fifth and sixth time, I'm going to absolutely love it. I think it's one of those that really grows, but I mean, that, that's not to say I don't love it at the moment. I really like it. I'm just saying I think it's going to get better and better if it's got that vibe about it. Right on. Well, man, we have four more songs to get to for tonight and the next one up is... Oh, this is a good one. So the next one up is a band that we all know called This Human Condition. And this is a song called Cards on the Table. And this is uh, Jack Mayer featuring The Human Condition. Dig this. Nice.
right on. That was Jack Mayer featuring Jamie Jamal from the Swiss, so, for, sorry, from the this Human Condition. And that was Cards on the Table. And what a great tune. And he's been posting a lot on Instagram and Facebook saying, check the site out. There's, there's more coming. But great tune, great mix. And uh, we love Jamie Jamal. And he will be on for an interview coming May 4th weekend. So... We'll be looking forward to that. So Jimmy will be on with us. Finally, I'm looking forward to talking to this guy because he'll be so much fun. And he, he's a cool dude, so I, I can't wait to talk to him. So that was the human condition uh, with a Jack Mayer and a song called The Cards on the Table. And that's going to be a fun interview, mate. I'm looking forward to that one as well. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a cool tune. I really love that. I think the, the vocal on that is brilliant actually that works really really well and obviously uh the the kind of track behind it is top top quality yeah brilliant really really good rhythm uh just really sits in a groove and makes you go yeah i'm feeling that i like that and you know what's funny because jamie and superman were, were commenting saying i wonder which one they're going to be playing by us tonight so we had uh this human condition next up is summer moon with a song called numb dig this
Right on. That was Sombra Moon with Numb. And we interviewed them not too long ago as well. And what a double shot to follow this team condition. And, man, we have a great follow-up to them as well. But what a great tune. Love Amanda's voice. And uh, it was uh, cool to see uh, her and uh, Jimmy uh, tweeting about what songs can be played by their bands, as in Summer Moon and The Team Condition. But great tune. Love it. Love her vocals. And we had a great interview with them not too long ago, but awesome. Dude! It's just a fantastic tune. Uh, I love everything about it. Uh, I think the my only criticism is it'll be stuck in my head for at least a week, and that doesn't give me room to listen to anything else. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing, right? Well, exactly. So right on, man. We have two songs left, and next up, we we gotta follow that trifecta with, of course, Lemonade Kid with his new single, Rock Paper Scissors, and we played it first. So suck it, BBC. Here we go with Lemonade Kid and Rock Paper Scissors. Take this.
Right on. Lemonade Kid with uh, with uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors. It's the only single we played just a week ago. And what better way to finish the trifecta of The Seeming Condition, Moon, and Lemonade Kid. Great tune. Loved it. Just badass electronic pop tune. Great way to do it. Yeah, fantastic track. Really, really love Lemonade Kid. As you know, I think he's brilliant. That is a great track. It's got such a nice flow to it. His vocals are brilliant. It's kind of Chemical Brothers-y, but it's kind of Chemical Brothers-y plus. Uh, It's right up there. I think it's awesome. Uh, I just think he's such a cool, like, he makes a song like that. It's so cool. Do you know what I mean? It's got such a bit of swagger about it, which I love. Yeah, legend, mate, legend. Right on, man. Well, we have one more song to get to before our last song. And this song initially was part of Rave from the Grave, but apparently it was just a hiatus. And I uh, haven't heard back from the singer yet, Anna, who hopefully we're back from soon. So this is a band called Sequoia, and they're back up and running and playing gigs. Here we go. Their, their last single called Rising Up. Dig this. We're not okay. We've been betrayed. Feel like giving up. You want us to lie, want us to die, want us to give it up. And the world cries, and the part in us, we are rising. We are rising. We are rising up. You can hold me.
right on sequoia with rising up and they are back apparently they're not written grave they were just on hiatus on Dino's me but that doesn't matter that's all good so they're playing gigs again and that was their last single before they took a hiatus that was sequoia with rising up and love anna's voice i've talked to her quite a few times and she's a lot of fun to talk to you hopefully she'll get back to us i'll email her again soon about telling us about new sequoia stuff but until then man great tune loved it mate i yeah <laughs> i'm really 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 pleased that they're still going on um, and it means they're not a rave from the grave they're a rave on the wave exactly we'll go with that um that was off the top of my head i'm a poet and i didn't know it <laughs> so the lyricist is a bit pissed uh, no yeah I'm, I'm i'm having a lovely time and that was <laughs> that was a brilliant tune i absolutely love it uh, I just, I'm dying to hear more stuff by them because I really do think that one of those acts is just a class act, mate. Right on. Well, next up, uh, we're taking a week off or breaking off because it's each weekend next weekend. And uh, and it, it is uh, Jux's birthday next weekend, so we're going to try to get him, get him on the weekend following with a new album he's done. And he said maybe, but we'll see because he might be busy, he might be out. But May 4th, we have the this human condition. And we're working on Freedom Fuel and a few others as well. But until then, everybody have a great week. Have a great Easter. I'm enjoying the fuck of my vacation. I'll tell you that right now. So, <laughs> well deserved as well. Exactly. So we're going to take a break here. And then, you know what? Just like normal, we're going to let a Mr. Krieger take us out. So, good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate tuning in for both interviews tonight. It's been a kick-ass time. So this has been Dr. Monsing Bones Out and Mike Five. Cheers, lovers. So here we go with Mr. Krieger. Take us out and Archer. Dig this. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krieger out! Starting a business means you have to be a businessman. A Tom, a Dick, a Harry, or not. If women started and grew businesses at the same rate as men, they would contribute an extra £250 billion to the UK economy. That's why at NatWest, our new funding platform, Back Her Business, is helping more women to get started. So you can get started too, whatever your name happens to be. Search NatWest Rethinking Business. NatWest. We are what we do. UK residents with new UK projects can apply. Specific criteria apply. 2019 rose review claim equal to four years natural GVA growth. That sound can only mean one thing. What? The most talked about family on TV are back. The time has come. Stream or download the brand new season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians every Monday, only on Hey You. Oh my God, I can't wait for this. See it first, same day as the US. That would literally make my life. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs>